0: Praised, thankful for the Lord tonight. Such a mighty God, and uh, we want to remember. You know, just be praying for all of our people tonight that are sick. Uh, people are getting better, but still got someone to remember tonight. Um, we want to pray for uh, Elder Brother Vaughn tonight. He, he was actually at the emergency room yesterday evening, and uh, they wanted to admit him, but he just did not want to stay in the hospital. And he's just got some health issues. He really needs. In the, in the situation there it's, it's hard uh, the care he needs it's hard for Sister Odette she, she really, she's really not where she can do it herself either so uh, let's pray for them that God will make a way and open a door where things can just be good for them and help them uh, remember Josh they, they did take that uh, cancer or place off of his face tonight or today and uh, actually they didn't have to go very deep which was good so and it's all done it's nothing dangerous really but it's still uh, they feel like because of the radiation he received it caused it to come up let's remember to pray for that uh, the little baby Grayson uh, making you know he's he did they confirmed he did have that stroke a lot of prayer went up for him last night and I saw a report today and both parents were able to go in with him for about 30 minutes and uh, you know his mother I think she held him for about 10 minutes when he was born and then they took him and She hasn't been able to hold him since, and even they can't, because of COVID restrictions, they can't even really go in to see him uh, together. So, just a tough situation, but um, he is, he's not just declining or anything. He's just, they said he was very bright eyed and alert today, which is good because they were worried that the stroke may have caused some permanent damage, but we're just believing that's gone in Jesus' name. And then, uh, continued prayers for Maureen. We'll continue to lift her up that God just. Takes care of her and sets her free, and uh, man just uses her story and testimony for God's glory. Thank you, Jesus. He can do it. Yes, We're almost yes, done with yes. our fast. If you're fasting, hey, two days, hang in there. You can make it. You can make it, and uh, you probably feel a little weak, a little slow, <laughs> harder to get out of your chair after you sit down, but. You're going to make it. It's going to be great. God's going to do great things. So let's pray for these needs before we get in our message tonight. Jesus, we love you tonight and thank you. You're so good to us. We love and honor you, Lord. We bless you and praise you in this place. God, we ask you to meet every need that we've lifted up tonight. There's healing and deliverance in situations. Lord, even in this house, so many needs, God, that we know only you can move in. So tonight we ask you to bless and touch like only you can. Heal those that are hurting, those that have pain in their body tonight. Just strengthen them, lift them up. Bless that child tonight. Lord, continue to bring healing. Encourage the family. Lord, lift them up. Lord, and bless everything that's done in this service tonight. We ask it in Jesus' name. And everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise in this house tonight. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God's good to us tonight. You can be seated tonight. I'm going to read here for a moment, but it's a little a little more than I will just have you stand for. Sometimes I get, uh, seems like a thought of a message or something that, especially on Wednesdays, it seems like, I feel like for whatever reason, you know, the Lord sometimes will just stop me right there on it. And and then I was like, well, okay, I'm, I guess we're teaching on this tonight. So, um, but, uh, It's usually always for somebody, so listen up. And if it's something that will help you with things you're dealing with, then that will be fantastic. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, Ephesians chapter 4, and we're going to go from uh, verses 17 through 27. Paul writing to the church here this I say therefore and testify in the Lord that you henceforth walk not as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind got something we need to be doing different now he's writing to the church I'm talking to the church and I could just stand in Paul's stead and and say to us tonight we don't need to walk like other Gentiles walk anymore. We've been there, but we've been called out of that. There's a new way of living. He said they had their understanding darkened, being alienated from the life of God through ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their heart. They weren't just ignorant people, dumb people, stupid people. There was a blindness in their heart that they could not understand the goodness of God. Who, being past feeling, have given themselves over unto lasciviousness to work all uncleanness with greediness, but you have not so learned Christ. If so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust. And be renewed in the spirit of your mind. And that you put on the new man which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Wherefore put away lying. Speak every man truth with his neighbor. For we are members one of another. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. And uh, a lot of great uh, instruction from uh, where we started. But we're going to stick right here at the end of this reading tonight and talk about anger management. Anger management. Anybody ever had to go to an anger management class? Probably don't want to raise your hand if you have. Let's pray. Lord, we love you. Thank you for your word and the instruction it gives for the life it brings to us. We live by every word that proceedeth out of your mouth. So tonight, God, let this become part of our life, that we could learn to manage anger in the right way, the way you would want us to. Lord, we ask it in Jesus' name, and everyone said amen. Give the Lord a hand for his word. What a great God. <clears throat> anger management. Well, sometimes uh, a job, depending on what you have, if you react some way or show out on the job, lose your mind and go off on people. They may send you to anger management so you can keep your job. You know They want to make sure that you have got a, a handle on this and anger is something that people need to get a handle on. Paul started out by saying we're not like other people. Sometimes people think it's unfair that everybody else can just be mad and go off but we have to kind of hold our tongue. But we're not like other people. And it's not that we're better than other people. It's not that we're self-righteous and holier than thou. It's just the fact that we have not so learned Christ. We are supposed to mirror him and be the light of the world and be something that the people of this world would want to come and be a part of. And if they see you uh, angry all the time, uh, nobody wants to be a part of that or be around you because of that. So we have to learn to put anger in its place. When people just embrace anger, you know, sometimes people in this world, they, it's like they wear this, uh, the fact that they have a bad temper like a badge of honor. Right. Oh, don't mess with me, I got a quick temper. Well, that's not really something to be boasted about. <laughs> I'll pray for you. Uh, I, got a terrible, I got a terrible temper, that's awful. That's worse than cancer for you, man. That's worse than a heart attack for you because it's going to kill you anyway. If it don't kill you in this life, it's going to kill your walk with God. It's going to kill your witness. It's going to kill what people think about you. And so uh, this is just not who we are. We are not to to go around being angry people. It does not mean we will not get angry. It's, It's a difference. It doesn't mean we won't get angry. It just means we're not going to live in anger. We're not going to react in anger. Hello. There are steps to take uh, with this anger. Uh, he said, Be angry and sin not. The, the anger part's going to come. Emo- Listen, anger is an emotion, it comes with the human part of your life. With all the other emotions that, that are out there swirling around, anger is one of them. And God did make us emotional people. But he gave us guidelines for keeping those emotions in check. And, and anybody that says the Holy Ghost is not strong enough to shut your anger down don't really have the Holy Ghost. I'll say it again. If your anger uh, bypasses the spirit, then maybe you really ain't got the spirit because the spirit of God uh, is going to be like God. And, and God is love, and God is long-suffering, and God is merciful, and God is patient. Yes. Come on, somebody. Uh, and so anger is something we've got to get a hold of. There are some different translations uh, I want to read uh, that go along with the, this last part of, of this uh, reading we did where Paul got to the be angry and sin not part. Don't let the sun go down on your wrath and neither give place to the devil. The New Living Translation says, and don't sin by letting anger control you. You see, that's what anger will do. It will control you. He said, don't let the sun go down while you are still angry, for anger gives a foothold yeah. to the, the devil. When he, he got to verse 27, uh, he was, those 26 and 27 are connected. Uh, anger opens the door to let the enemy persuade you and and manipulate you and and cause you to react sometimes. So uh, he said, don't give that foothold to the devil. In the Message Bible, it says that verse 27 says, don't go to bed angry, don't give the devil that kind of foothold in your life. So it's, it's trying to help us see here that I don't want to give place to my enemy. I don't want to give him a place, You know what a foothold is? Uh, when, especially if, you're, if you are ever doing any climbing or hiking, you know what a foothold is. You're, it's something where you can come up another level. I don't want to let him come up another level in my life. I don't want to ha- him to have a place where he can climb up into my life and mess with things. I want, to, I want to get him out of there. Anger opens the door. Be angry, sin not. Don't let the sun go down. Don't go to bed. Don't let the day stop without dealing with what's made you angry. Don't say, well, I'll just go to bed fuming and wake up and deal with it in the morning. You'll wake up mad. You'll you'll dream mad, and then you'll wake up mad. You might elbow your partner uh, while you're in the bed that night. Don't go to bed angry. Deal with it. God will help you with anger. Uh, Anger that is entertained will turn into sin, yeah because once you start it's just like anything if you entertain lust it's going to turn into sin yeah if you uh entertain lying it's, you know it's going to turn into sin if you entertain anger, it will turn into sin because it will either cause you to mouth off, post something, punch somebody yeah, it'll cause you to 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 text and and say things that, you know and listen, you better be careful with that anger because it'll get you into the places that uh, you can't get out of because once it's out there it's out there and so you, you get angry and you react in anger people remember it and you can scar your testimony you can scar your ministry uh, you know what people uh, most people remember about Saul throwing javelins at, at David he was mad and he was jealous he was enraged because he thought David was trying to just kill him. And you know that's what people, when you talk about Saul, oh, you talk about the the king that threw javelins at David? Yeah, that's what he's talking about, angry. Anger will lead you to a place of destruction. David was so angry at Abigail's husband, he was fixing to go wipe out that whole household. Wasn't going to leave nobody, man, woman, child, fixing to kill them all, but somebody turned him. A soft answer, the scripture says, turns away wrath and Abigail met him with peace offerings and, and fell down before him and, and begged mercy of him, and uh, David turned, and he said, if you hadn't done this, we were fixing to wipe out everybody. Anger will cause you to destroy people. This is, again, not who we are. We have not so learned Christ. The truth is in Jesus. and Let me tell you, the truth is, is he does not want you acting out in anger. Things will anger you. It will. You'll see things in the news. It'll anger you. Don't react. Don't let it drive you. Don't let it make you be uh, that person. Anger entertained will turn into bitterness. Yeah. And the Bible says the root of bitterness will destroy us. You've got to get that anger out. Uh, anger leads to revenge. People get angry. They want to get back at somebody. They, they've done this. Now I'm, I'm going to get them back the but I don't I don't want to get nobody back. I just want to move on. I I am not I used to be. Pre-Jesus, I was easily angered. And that's a fact. I mean, I'm telling you my temper was whew, ain't nothing to brag about. I'm ashamed of it, but that's just how it was. I mean, you look at me wrong, I was going to man, it was on and it was going to be bad. And and whether I was Punching you, or or cussing you, or telling you I was going to kill you, or whatever. I just went. I would just be mean. When I got angry, I just said I'm going to be as mean as I can be. And I mean, I, I literally one boy in high school one time. He he was doing something. He made me so mad. And he was just a you know little punk kid. Boy, I tell you, he, he I just couldn't. Ooh, he made me so mad one day, and I just got right up in his face. I said, I'm going to kill you. I just want you to know it. Boy, scared him to death because I meant it. If, it, I was, if we'd have been lonesome, somewhere, I might be, I might be in prison today. Anger, man, I could feel it rise up in me and want to push me into something that I knew. I, you, anger will make you lose control. You know the part we we thought that it was so cool when we were kids to you know to be angry. You know why? Because the Hulk was angry. Oh, there was that one famous line don't make me angry, you won't like me when I'm angry. We thought that was so bad, you know, boy. And then you could just use that on all your friends, but they would do something like, hey, don't make me angry, you won't like me when I'm angry and stuff. And we thought, you know, but, but, oh, that's cool, man. He's a a superhero. He's Marvel Universe. You know what? Anger was so strong in the Hulk that it changed that man from who he was. He was completely gone when anger took over. And when anger takes over in your life, you're completely gone. You ain't showing mercy. You ain't showing love. You ain't showing kindness. You're surely not shining the light of God. Now, we, uh, will we get angry? Yes. I'm going to show you some things in a minute about anger, and you'll be like, wow, okay. Listen, we will get angry, but don't let it consume you. Don't let it turn you into something that you are not. And and like I say, in it, and of course, that's fantasy, but it's it's real life. I've seen court cases and, and read articles about people that they committed these crimes. They said I just got so blind with anger I didn't even realize what I had done and then when I calmed down and came to, I realized I had committed this horrible act, and whether they were lying or not, I don't know, but that's just what they said and but that's the way you know that that guy in the hulk he would Finally, when he would calm down, he, he didn't remember nothing. He just sitting there and he, somehow he still got pants on, That, that it, but everything else was gone. He's like, Where am I at? What did I do? I have no idea. Uh, look, listen, well, he was a superhero, so kids love him. But you know what his skill was? Smash and destroy. That's what anger does uncontrolled anger that's what it'll do in your life in your walk with God it'll make you unrecognizable to anybody that knows you and it will destroy and smash everything in your path you've got to get control of your anger before it takes control of you there's a lot of reasons why people get angry they feel like life's unfair they see something happening here something happening there and and they feel like I'm, I'm doing everything I can do to get by, and it just seems like so-and-so just falls into blessings. They just trip landing land in blessings. And I wake up in the morning with a rain cloud on my head, and it's just not fair. And so you get angry, and it causes you to snub people or talk about them. Or, you know, it's just not, but that's what anger will do. It'll take control of who you are. We don't think a lot about it until it pops up. And then often when it pops up, a lot of times, we're not very good at handling our anger. A lot of times, it handles us. Come on. You know, have you, ever, have you not ever said, posted, or text, or done something out of anger? Have you, you know, Hey, even if it wasn't somebody, you ever punched a hole in a wall because of anger? Snatched a door off the hinges because of anger? Stomped on the gas pedal because, it or hit the brakes real hard because you was angry at the person behind you that was tailgating you. Come on yeah, come on, just start thinking about it. Left a bad tip because you was angry. Oh, now come on. You know some of you's done that. Hey, I've done it, and that was post Jesus. I was very young post Jesus. We had a we had a waiter one time. He he took our order and disappeared. Never come back. Everybody was through eating. One guy never got his food. The bill was seven like sixty nine eighty five. I left him seventy dollars on the table. Walked out the door. He come out throwing money at us. Big old foot, look like a lineman for a football team, guy. I told him, hey, bud, you just disappeared on us. I said, that's your tip. Yeah, well, I said, you know, I was learning. I was still getting it under control. Like I said, I was baby Jesus. It was a little, <laughs> little bitty. Still learning, trying to get things under control. I didn't have the Holy Ghost yet. so I'm, I'm just trying to run off what I know I'm supposed to be doing. But, boy, there was something inside of me, just part of that old man said, hey, let me get a foothold. Let me come on up here and creep up, make you do something. And uh, shouldn't have done it, but it did. Sorry for it. That's what anger do, cause you do things that you know that's not who you are. That's not what I do. That's not what I'm supposed to be doing. I, I, what? Maybe that guy disappeared because he got a phone call and somebody in his family was sick or something. I had no idea. Just, I just assumed he was sorry. Anger make you assume things. Assume things about people. Ain't even true. Have you talked to him? No, I just know. That's how it is. How you know? I just know. Mm. Well, listen. Got to get a handle on it. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You need to start getting that stuff under control right now. I don't want to be an angry person. One major problem is that people are quick to anger. That's that thing. I got that quick temper, short fuse. That ain't nothing to brag about about having no fuse so you don't have to worry about getting lit. Just be kind. Proverbs 14 and 7 said, He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. Man, I must just give you the wrong scriptures everywhere uh, tonight. because I I've, I'm, Maybe it's just fast I got brain fog or something. Anyway, there is a scripture <laughs> that says, He that is soon angry dealeth foolishly. And a man of wicked devices is hated. So when you're soon angry, it doesn't matter how cool you think you are, you act like a fool. Mm. Hey, come on. This, these words are for us. We live by every word. And here comes some instruction for us. When you live angry, when you react angrily, then guess what? You deal Foolishly or like a fool uh, and a man of wicked devices is hated. Maybe this one's right. Ecclesiastes 7 and 9. Let's see if we get this right. There we go. Be not hasty in thy spirit to be angry, for anger resteth in the bosom of fools. When you are hasty, in your, when you're just like, that's me, that's who I am. I'm just quick-tempered. You know what? You're a fool. Don't point your finger at your pastor now. That's what the Bible just said. The word has let us know that anger, it resteth in the bosom of fools. When anger is our default response, that means we have given anger a resting place or a foothold, a place to live and then we have become as fools acting foolishly. You know what the Bible says about fools? The fool has said in his heart there is no God. So we may believe in God, and we may say we love God, but when we react in anger, we act as if we don't even believe he exists. When you're Holy Ghost filled and blood-bought and your default answer is anger, you're acting like God never done nothing for you. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. Fighting, yelling, cussing, flipping people off. Hello? Yeah. All, the, you know, all these kind of things. Hateful. You know, you know, sometimes we like, we like to call it uh, people are angry. They like to, but they don't want nobody to know they're angry. So they throw shade. You know what throwing shade is? You just mad. You mad, bro? Angry? That's not who we are. We have not so learned Christ. People will remember your rant or your tantrum over remembering your profession of faith. There is. I've told this story to some before, and. Uh, we, I'm not sure how we got around to the subject, but my wife and I were talking about uh, there was a, a man that was an evangelist, and and he was, I counted him as a great and dear friend. I did. Uh, looked up to him and uh, really thought a lot about him until I started watching. I, when I got close to him, then I started seeing. I watched him do some things, and anger had just taken over him; there was nothing godly in the actions that he did. The way he addressed some people, the things he actually slapped a boy one night in the church. Now, come on, uh I watched him say some just at a table full of people because he was angry, say some things just and and no matter what I ever heard, I can't remember a single thing he ever preached because he just turned me off uh, i used to think he was a great singer and great preacher Nothing, just can't take because you know what I remember I remember that rage that temper well you ain't supposed to hold people's past against me I don't but I don't associate with him I don't, I don't even he lives in another state now I don't know nothing about him but I'm telling you if I know nothing about him now I hope he's good I hope he's good with God I Hope, I hope he's got control of that anger I hope everything's fine with him I hope he goes to heaven I do but you know what I remember I can't remember what he preached I can just remember these three or four acts of just rage and anger that he had Erased any good that I ever remember him doing. That's what people will remember about you when you do that. You're, those words and actions just burn a picture in people's mind. And that's not what you want. You want to be able to win people. You don't want people saying, wait a minute, wasn't you that? Didn't I see you screaming and cussing and yelling and punching the wall? And, oh, Well, yeah, that was I think I'll go to another church. That's all right. I don't think I need to have you tell me how I should live. You know, I've seen how you live. But that's not me. It was that day. Now, unfortunately, you know, that happens sometimes, and we can be forgiven and move on. But it, like I said, you can't stop what people remember. Right. And you, you've got to be careful. The decisions or thoughts that are that made or entertained while angry are never right. You don't think clearly when you're mad. You don't do that. And they're not even aligned with God's ways. God doesn't like that. God, when God corrects us, the Bible says he corrects us in love, not anger. If he corrected us in anger, the Scripture says, we would be destroyed. If God corrected us in wrath, that's why the Bible says we are not. There's, he's got wrath coming, and it's going to come on this world. But God's people are not appointed unto wrath. And so uh, he has reached out in love to this entire world, but one day the wrath of God will come. Now, you you just think about this. Think about some thoughts that you have had while you were angry, when something really made you angry. If you acted on most of those, a lot of y'all would be in prison today. Come on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, you you said you know, I'm just gonna run over them. Well, if you had acted over that, I'm just you want to just. If I was in an old car and went town, I would just smash them off into the ditch right now, just because they they cut you off. I just would ram into them if I you know. And then the police are like, what'd you do? I got mad. Well, gay, guess what? When you get mad, you can't run over people. You can't get mad, you can't shoot people. You get mad, you can't kill people. You can't, you can't. You just can't do it. You go to jail. And that's the thing. If we had reacted on things that, so you can see, that's enough common sense to let you know, hmm, reacting in anger is not a good thing. I know people that would get angry, they start th- grabbing stuff off the, off their shelves and start throwing stuff. Why? Now you've got to replace all of that and fix the holes in the wall. Cost you a lot of money when you get angry. Seeing people get mad, go out, uh, get mad at the boyfriend or girlfriend or something, go out, look out the window and they're out there beating your car with a baseball bat. Going to jail, it's going to cost you. You don't react in anger, and that's what Paul was telling this church. He said, listen, we have put off the former behavior of the old man. It was corrupt. We've put that off. We are not those people. Listen, there's going to be things as this world winds down, it's going to make you angry, the things that the world is doing. And it's okay. It'll make you angry. That's all right. But for goodness sakes, don't, when you, are, when you see something on the news or something that somebody posts and it just lights your fuse, just snuff that fuse out before you post anything. Don't get on there and fire back. Don't get on there and say, well, I'm just defending myself. You ain't got to defend yourself. The Lord, the scripture says, the Lord is my defense. I don't have to defend myself. I've told people before, I said, let them say what they want to say. I said, the truth always stands. I said, people can lie all day long. I said, but the truth is the truth. I said, no matter what they say, it can't change what the truth is. So just live the truth. Yes, you'll get mad. But you know what? I'm so mad, I get so angry, I can just kill somebody. The Bible said thou shalt not kill. You know what you need? You need the word. The word will help you live because we live by every word and the word will help you live without killing folks. Psalm 37 and 8. Cease from anger and forsake wrath and then fret not thyself in any wise to do evil. Anger and wrath lead to evil, so stop being angry, cease from it. When anger is rising up, cease from it, stop it, do whatever it takes to calm yourself, call your friend, get down on your knees and pray, turn on some music and worship the Lord, but do something to stop that anger and then forsake wrath and don't, Work yourself up into any position where you're going to do evil. Don't do it because if you react in anger or wrath, it's evil. That's what the enemy operates in. That's what the world operates in. That's what the flesh operates in. Anger will come. Cease from it. Be ye angry. Sin not. That's ceasing from it. It's not a sin to be angry, but anger will take over if you let it continue. And don't think you're just strong enough to fight it on your own. You better get somewhere with the Spirit. You better start praying. You better seek the Lord for it so you can be better. Now, so I don't want to be uh, hasty to anger or quick to anger. The opposite of hasty or quick would be slow. So let's learn to be slow. Proverbs 16 and 32, He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. Don't let things just, man, don't let things wind you up. There's something else going on if if your anger goes from, from like zero to 60 like that. There's something else going on. You need to handle whatever that is so that anger does not change you and control you. He that is slow to anger is better than the mighty. James 1 and 19 says, let every man be slow to wrath. Slow to wrath. Be swift to hear, slow to speak. That means listen to what's going on. Think before you put your foot in your mouth. And then be slow to wrath. Don't just react in that fierce, crazy anger. The God that, that made us knows about anger. God knows about anger. He created us. Listen to what it says about God, Psalm 711. Psalm 711. God judgeth the righteous, and God is angry with the wicked every day. So that means God is angry every day. One day with the Lord is a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. And God is angry every bit of that. But if I were to say, I want you to fill in the blank. God is... Merciful, love, kind, long-suffering, forgiving, graceful, good. Nobody said God is angry because that's not what you think about because he doesn't react in anger so you don't associate him with anger. His children don't, uh, we don't see him slapping us down and kicking us out when we make a mistake. We see him forgiving us. We see him loving us. We see him being, so that's whenever you say, well, God is, What is it? He's good. He's great. He's merciful. He's kind. He's tenderhearted. He's forgiving. Uh, You you, you think of all these great, wonderful things that you always see him doing. He's angry every day, yet it doesn't become who he is because he doesn't react on this world in anger. He's angry with the wicked. There's wicked people all around. He ain't hitting them with lightning bolts yet. He He ain't killed them and took them out yet because he wants to save them. He wants them to reach them. And he knows there's a day coming. Hey, there's an hourglass, the sand's running out. There's a time coming that judgment will fall. And then those people that never took advantage of his mercy and grace, they'll have to to pay for that. But until that time, God is reaching out, and God doesn't want people to think God is angry. He wants people to think God is love, God is kind. So he's angry every day, yet it's not his identity. So if you were to get angry every day you would simply be like God but if you're going to be angry every day then you have to react like God. Hello? Oh. But it's so fun to just break stuff and kick stuff. It's so fun to just break the speed limit because I'm so mad. Oh, I I know I I still have to to deal with it. My wife will tell you when I'm when we moved out to where we live now, I was so glad to get out there. Country, 10 acres, deer everywhere, and I love to deer hunt. And, man, I was killing these big deer, deer all the time, just great time. And then these people moved in next door. And I get down in my favorite spot, and it's quiet, and it's nice, and I'm sitting there, and I've been there for about three and a half hours, and it's about 20 minutes before dark. It's right when the deer are going to start walking out. And I hear four-wheelers and dogs barking and people talking. They're just riding around on the property that butts up right behind. And guess what I see that evening? Nothing. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you that I have resisted the urge, and I have not done it. But I have wanted to just, in that general vicinity, just shoot every bullet that was in my gun. <laughs> just... Not toward people, actually, but in that general. I mean, I'm, telling, I'm not just saying this to make you laugh. I mean, fault the urge to do it. I will text my wife and be like, oh, <laughs> here comes the four-wheelers again. And, and she's just like, I'm sorry. And I'm like, I'm going to jump out of this deer stand. I ain't, I'm talking about and have to sit there and say, Lord, I am sorry because I am so mad right now. I really want to do something to scare them people to death right now. I don't want to kill them. I don't want to hurt them. I actually had to say, I'm sorry for saying, Lord, I wish their four-wheeler would break down right now and they would have to walk back to the house. I wish it would tear up. The wheel would fly off of it. Something would happen and they would just be stuck and have to walk back to their house. I really wish it would happen I'm like, Lord, I'm sorry for saying that because I don't want to fall out of this deer stand and break my neck. You know, I'm I'm like, I said, but it makes me so mad because I enjoy this. But that's what I'm talking about. There's things you never know. And so, yeah, it makes me mad, but I'm, I'm not going to shoot nobody. I'm not going to go over there and burn their field down or do anything like that. I'm, I'm not going to, you know, I just, I just deal with it, you know. Oh, well, you know. Some days they're not out there, and for them days I'm thankful. The days that come out, I just like roll my eyes and go like, hmm, send me a deer anyway, Lord, because I wish they would go on. So, you know, I get angry. You get angry, but it's how we deal with it. Don't let it cause you to, you know, to, to backslide on who you are. So We think of backsliding as like, man, I'm heading on out of the church, but don't, let, don't backslide in who you are because of anger. And I, I could preach on any emotion. I could preach on jealousy and be saying the same things or bitterness and saying the same things. I mean, you could. But tonight we're talking about this anger because anger is, I mean, it's like a powder keg. It's so quick and it can get us before we know it if we let it because we're so emotional and people can say one thing and we're like, <sighs> it drives you crazy. This world's been full of it since uh, through the end of uh, 2020 and the beginning of 2021. Through politics and things like that, I man, people fighting, fussing, cussing each other out on social media. I mean, just it's been nonstop. They can't, they can't stand it. It's just driving them crazy, fueled by anger. So I can be like God. I can be angry every day if I want to be, except I can't react as a human if I'm going to do that because I have not so learned him. I have not so learned Christ. I've learned that Christ, God manifest in the flesh, angry every day, yet he's long-suffering kind. He's a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. He's, he's right there to help any of those that don't even like him. So that's what I've got to do. So even though God's anger is not how he deals with us, and so we don't identify him as anger. Greater is he that is in us right. than he that is in the world. He that is in the world right. deals in anger. The one that's in us does not deal in anger. We can be like our Father. We can react to things the way he does. So don't destroy your witness. Don't destroy your walk just because you reacted in anger. The Bible says don't give the enemy that kind of foothold in your life. You know what he is? He's a thief. And he wants to rob you of your testimony because of anger. He wants to get you to react to a situation in anger so he can so people won't have confidence in you anymore, won't listen to you anymore that'll be discouraging to you and then you want to quit that's his, that's his end game I just got to get them to quit and so he knows that anger is one of the buttons that he can push on some people now when Paul wrote this uh, letter to the church um, he said and I'm getting ready to close darling. A little quicker tonight than normal, but I don't want to just keep rattling on. Um, be angry and sin not. And don't let the sun go down on your wrath. That's not, He didn't make that up. That wasn't new. That's actually, he's actually quoting that from the book of Psalms. But it doesn't exactly read like that, but it is the same exact thing. In Psalm chapter 4, in verse number 4, uh, David said, stand in awe and sin not. Now, the word awe right there, a lot of times we think that's like I'm awestruck. But the word awe right there in the Hebrew is regaz, and it means to quiver uh, with any violent emotion, especially anger. So he was saying, you will quiver with violent Anger, violent emotion, but sin not. See, even back then, when they had the law and there was like an eye for an eye, tooth for tooth, you know, even back then, God did not want people to be overcome with anger. Judgment and anger is two different things. And so he said, stand in awe, sin not, then commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still, selah. In other words, uh, look into your heart. He said, whenever you feel this and you're just like, I'm so angry, then look into your heart because you know what should be there? God's word. And what did the psalmist say? I have hid your word in my heart that I sin not against you. And so he's saying, while you're feeling it, he said, feel the anger, but don't sin. Look in your heart. That's how you'll figure out. I'm telling you, when you look in the Word, you'll figure out how to beat this stuff. You'll figure out how to overcome it. You won't be uh, that quick fuse, that short temper, always ready to fire off and, and take somebody out. He said, commune with your own heart. What have you hid there? And if anger's really got you that bad, then then you haven't spent as much time maybe as you need to in the Word. Maybe you've read it, but you're not hiding it in your heart. You're not applying it to your life. And then uh, he said in verse 8, I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. So after I have, uh, while I'm laying there in my bed, not letting the sun go down on my wrath, I have communed in my own heart, and I've gotten this stuff out of there, and now my sleep is uh, peaceful. Uh, I'm going to sleep because the Lord's going to make me to dwell safely. God's going to make sure I'm okay I, I, I need to remember who I belong to I need to remember who has made me who I am I need to remember how he dealt with me because guess what there was a time he was angry with you and I if he's angry with the wicked every day hey guess what there was a time where God was angry with us but did he strike you down with a bolt of lightning did he Somehow, some way, you found yourself in an altar, repenting of your sins, baptized in his name, washed, filled with the Holy Ghost, and now living a life pleasing unto him. So he, he just he's trying to let us know, look, I know if you've lived for me, you have not learned to live this way. So don't go back to living the way you did before you knew me. Don't go back to that, that anger and fighting and fussing and carrying on that, Always ready to just go up on somebody. That's not who you are anymore, and it doesn't mean that you're a coward. That's, that's you know, what gets people is they they feel like, well, my character is going to be attacked. They're going to think I'm a coward. So let them think what they want to think. Why why is it so important that you, you that you say, hey, I'm a tough guy? Look. God's people are tough anyway. Read Hebrews 11 and everything they went through. God's people are tough. God's people just, you know, fought the lions, burned at the stake, boiled in oil, and never backed up or recanted or did anything because they knew they had a better resurrection. God's people are tough. I ain't got to be tough for this world. You know, I've joked around sometimes and I said, hey, I said, "Who that, that made me so mad? I about come out of retirement, but I ain't coming out of retirement. I'm not. I'm not coming out of retirement. I'm. I'm I, I as a matter of fact, I didn't retire I put that guy to rest. I buried him. I buried him. So, so tonight, let's stand together. And like I say, I don't know who's been dealing with anger this week." this month, this year. I don't know. But what I do know is that that's not who you are. And I can promise you this, nothing you do out of anger will prosper and it sure won't be honored or blessed by God. And it'll only damage you. You may feel like, well, I got them. Yeah, but it really just damaged you. Because you don't feel any better after you do it. Because we don't feel good if we hurt people. Or we shouldn't. Let's come find a place and pray for a few moments tonight. Ask God to help you with your anger management. He's merciful to us. Praise the Lord. Don't you love him tonight? Give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. What a great God. What a great God. Well, sometimes Wednesday's just a good time for instruction. And, and God's got some great things to say about how to keep us on the right path. So make sure we're managing that anger. Amen. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget Saturday, who all's coming? 12 o'clock shower for brandy and andy haley Uh, so be here for that sunday's gonna be some great church anybody ready for a move of the holy ghost man we're gonna see people get the holy ghost baptized in jesus name gonna be a great day amen all right invite somebody to church with you have a great night you're dismissed in jesus name god bless you